Welcome everyone to the fifth episode of the Stay Attached podcast. We are joined by a legend in the Call of Duty, in Halo, in the FPS scene in general. I think he has four wins Talk in Halo, ten wins in Call of Duty, and uh, he has a very fast-growing ch- YouTube channel. I think at ten thousand subs, subs already. Ian, enable Wyatt. Welcome to the show. How you doing, boss? Woo! I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yo, I kind of like when you gas me up like that. <laughs> I'm doing good though. I'm excited. Awesome. Nah, I mean you've been crushing it. Like you've really been getting on your content grind. You're already at 10k. Sky's the limit. You never know where it could take you. So, uh, but you've been killing it. You've been killing it. I've been having fun with it. Million in six months. Global <laughs> 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 in six. Oh, million, million subs in six months. I'm like Drake eating off it. <laughs> so, since I know this, and I know a couple of like the more serious Call of Duty fans and Enable fans know this as well, but you only have one thumb. How do how did that happen? You gotta tell the story to all the new viewers, new listeners here. You have first show it to the stream. Show it to the stream so people can see it. He got listen, one thumb. Listen, wait, hold up. Don't don't look at my nails though. I need to clip my nails. Yeah, he needs he needs to get a manicure, but, but look, it's not a magic trick, bro. Yeah, it ain't no none of that thing where you like pull your thumb off. He legit has uh, one thumb. So let's get uh, into that. How did that happen? How did you end up with one thumb? Were you born like that, or did something crazy happen? um okay i'll give you i'll Just give you quick story, this, quick story. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't need to be too much yeah um so i know i wasn't born like that <laughs> it uh it happened when i was like 14 months old basically yeah, i have an older bug. brother six yeah i was i mean i don't even remember it but uh so i have an older brother who's like six and a half seven years older than me and my mom was at work. My dad was washing his truck in the backyard, and we had this exercise bike. Um, if you don't know what that is, it's really just a stationary bike. You work out on it. And I guess there used to be a game back in the day called like ice cream, ice cream. That's what my mom told me. I don't even know what it was, but you basically just spin, you spin the um, the fucking whatever they're called, the pedals. You spin okay, the pedals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And normally when my brother would do this he would do it because like i would just be so amazed by it because i was so young you know yeah and, and so like if i was ever being annoying or crying he would just do it and i would i would just look at it and, and i'd stop you know crying but that day for some reason he sat on the opposite side of me so i was on one side of the bike he was on the other and he was doing it and i guess i was mesmerized by it, you know and i just stuck my thumb in the chain and it like ripped it off clean, ripped it off completely clean. Uh, my brother literally told me like he saw the thumb like fly up in the air and literally just grabbed like just grabbed it with his bare hands, brought it to my sister who was in the house. And she's like 13 years older than me. So, you know, she was, yeah, yeah. you know, just getting into high school. Yeah, she's like a functioning and, yeah, person. Yeah, right she now. knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And she starts screaming at the top of her lungs. Uh <laughs> Damn. my dad my dad's in the backyard he don't even know he comes in he's like what the fuck <laughs> i go to the hospital they hell i have to, they have to fly me in a helicopter yeah. to uh thomas jefferson hospital in pa for like children's one of the best in the u.s i think and they you know this shit was on ice bro legit like out of a movie like it was just in this little box <laughs> cube or ice cubes everywhere the thumb <laughs> and Damn, they put it back they put uh, it back on um and like you know gave me a whole cast and everything but from from what my mom told me it didn't take because so like 
because it, it severed it off completely. It wasn't like it was hanging on by a thread. Like that shit was just yeah, gone. it was just gone. It yeah, like gone. in half. Yeah. So like, not only do I have, I don't know if you could see, but I have like a scar on my thumb, obviously. But yeah, they had to I take veins out of my right ankle, put them into my thumb to like <sighs> reattach it. But I guess it didn't take, and like I wasn't getting blood flow to it. So yeah. they try to do all they could. Like they they put like leeches on it. I had leeches on my thumb. Like wait, overnight. so like the leeches that suck your blood yes, in lakes yes. and rivers? Oh hell yeah. no! I, I yeah, I had like two of them. My mom was shook because she was like, I mean that doesn't sound normal, she, but not only was it like, damn, my son might lose his thumb, but she was like, he's got to have leeches on him, and I'm a baby. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, you, you know, I'm not big. These things can go anywhere. Um, but yeah, and then it just it just didn't take it literally just like went black and no blood flow and they were like okay this is chalk damn so when did you like first wait i guess you were so young that when you were growing up it was probably just natural that your finger or thumb was like that all the time when it came to like riding did you i'm guessing you rode with the opposite hand uh yeah so it's always been natural to me yeah my mom said i mean you don't i don't even know when you know when babies like when you find out what hand uh, dominant hand they have yeah um but she said when i was younger like even before it happened i would use both my hands so like i could have been what is it ambidextrous? ambidextrous yeah yeah um but so obviously because after it happened my right hand was like completely casted off so i couldn't use it so i would use my left hand for like basically everything but they actually trained me to, you know, like pick up like a pencil, like small items, uh, you know, my sippy mug, whatever, with yeah, my yeah. right hand. So it's like, I don't know. I never actually had to like relearn anything because I don't remember. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? You're just, like, so young, just so. like what they tell me. Yeah. Um, that is crazy. That's probably has to be super inspiring to a lot of people that could have had hand finger injuries at any time because i know there's some gamers out there that play with like I, there was there's a streamer on twitch who literally plays with like his mouth i'm pretty sure have you seen those clips where he's like no, he with his mouth i think he plays with I his know. mouth and he it's like snaps on people and absolutely destroys them um there was when i was younger i knew of this kid who only had like one arm and he would play baseball and he was like really good at baseball doing it. So there's a lot of people that something crazy happens to them and they get through it. And the fact that you became a professional call of duty player, halo player, just FPS player in general is insane while only having one. And I guess one and a half, one and a fourth. Yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> I don't even one know the exact measurement, but it was definitely i mean the silver lining was that since it happened when i was so young yeah i had like my whole life and from a super young age i learned how to how to how like to live use with it, it and you know? use yeah. it for everything yeah like like i feel like if it say it happened when i was like eight years old i think i would have been chalked yeah because you would just Cause like, lost your way of you know how to do things you have to relearn everything again exactly yeah. like it, it feels normal to me yeah now that is crazy okay so getting from that point on how did you first get into gaming because i know you started pretty young playing video games and then competing how did that all occur um i mean it's like 
the same old story that everyone you know says that has like an older brother, older sibling. I just I really wanted to do whatever my brother was doing. Um, and I would always tag along because you know he's six years older than me, yeah. but like I thought he like he was like the most important person in my life at that time when yeah. I was young, you know. So and, and he was really big into gaming. Um, like even before Halo, I remember like Elder Scrolls. Um, I don't even know all the old single player games, but he got <laughs> super into Halo yeah. uh, with his friend group, and they would play all the time and like. They would rotate because they would have Halo One lands, and like one weekend it'd be at my house, one weekend it'd be at one of my brother's friends, and they would just keep rotating. And I just wanted to play. Like I didn't even know what the hell Halo was. I was like, "Oh shit, my brother and his you know, <laughs> yeah. friends, his friends You're are just interested in friends. it. They're playing Halo, yeah." And then so like I would just beg him to play, <laughs> and like it'd be like those situations where like my mom would be like, "My older brother's name is Brian." She'd be like, "Brian, like take him along with you, or like let him play a game." You know, because yeah, like yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, mom, like, you're that annoying me. little brother, yeah. <laughs> and just yeah, begging like, to play. Being mean to me, <laughs> and then when they finally let me do it, I ended up being like better than them, even from the start. Damn. And come on, bro. I've always, yeah, brother was garbage. <laughs> uh, but and I've always been a super competitive person. So like, you know, when I found out that I was better than them, I wanted to play better comp yeah you know what i mean Go like, i was next getting level. Of this fucking body in them <laughs> yeah but i mean it was really because of him like if he was never into gaming i, I probably would have never got into it because like you know he was super in the music and like i follow him along with that yeah when i was younger i took like guitar lessons and shit like so it, without him i don't know if i would have ever gotten into it yeah no definitely i feel like that's how it is when you have like a brother or a close friend growing up you guys do all the same stuff together. Whatever they pick up, you start doing, and that's just how it is. I'm only child, so I don't really know what that's like. My it's Xbox, so my Xbox 360 was my sibling growing up. It took care of me, babysat me, kept me busy, <laughs> and uh, watched me. But that's about it. And then, how did you go from smoking all your brother's friends and your brother to competing at your first Halo tournament? Like, how did that all go down? Uh, well, it started so. You know, all of Halo 1, I don't even know how old I was. I was young, but I would only play with, like, my brother, his friends. And there used to be this thing. This is before Xbox Live. Um, I forget what it's called. Someone in your chat probably knows. But uh, it was on the PC, and you could, like, play Halo 1 online. Mm -hmm. It was, like, this own program. You had to, like, do a whole bunch of shit. Uh, and we would do a little bit of that. But then when Halo 2 came out, and I was a little bit older, and I kind of understood what was going on. Yeah. I found out about game battles and MLG, like the forums from playing online, just yeah. like playing, uh, you know, Team Slayer, Big Team Battle, whatever. And that was when Xbox Live was a thing. And I was like, oh, shit, like I could play people from all over the United States, all over the world. Yeah. And, you know, I got on the, the MLG forums and realized that, you know, there were tournaments like they were having these tournaments and. Uh, not only in person, but like also online tournaments, you know, there's a whole forum dedicated to like your free agent, you need new players to team with or yeah. play with. And I just always had that fire to like, you know, I would go on the forums, I'd play with some people, I'd be better than them. And it's like, okay, I want to play better people. I want to play better people. And then it just kept going until it got to the point where it was like, 
you know, I think I was going into my freshman year of high school and I had a pretty good team that I, you know, grinded because I played yeah. the shit out of Halo 2 and I begged my mom. It was <laughs> literally like a not, it was the weekend, the weekend before my freshman year of high school and I begged her to let me go to uh, this event. And I was like, mom, I promise, like, I'm going to do great in high school. You know, because that's a big change. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm getting good and, grades uh, and play sports yeah, and all this. Yeah, and, and she and she finally let me do it. And it was funny because before that, I was supposed to go to a couple events and I end up like having these teammates online. And I would be like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going. And I was way younger. Like <laughs> I was like, you know, 13, 14. Yeah. And most of the players that played, teenagers, like early 20 year olds. And I would never ask my mom. <laughs> like to so go you were just saying, yeah. oh, and then I, and then I, no, no lie, it happened like twice, and then I would just like bail last second and like make up some excuse, like oh shit. Oh no, you were one of those. I was. I mean, dude, I was just like, because the <laughs> only way to be able to get into that like group of competition, you had to be willing to go to yeah, these events. Of course, you know yeah, I mean? you had to be going to these events, competing, yeah. playing, yeah. In, yeah, all that. You had, you absolutely had to. Or you're just like some onliner. That's it. Like <laughs> exactly. So then she let me go, and uh, we end up doing like unbelievable. Um, we got like top. I think we got seventeenth place. But I thought that was that's really good like for a first event. Yeah, really yeah, good it was, for a first I mean, event. It was crazy because like you know back then, just even making it out of the open bracket was like yeah. oh shit, like these these guys are solid. You know, like they're good. Yeah um but then so like once that happened i was like oh shit like maybe i'm actually this good and yeah. i can like compete with these guys like the ogre ones the ogre twos the wall she's like and that's what like really made me you went to overdrive love. you went to yeah, overdrive yeah. going crazy grinding yeah it, it really made me fall in love because i was like oh shit like this is what i need because yeah i played baseball growing up and everything like that i stopped going into high school like i did the whole travel ball thing but like i don't know my my competitive drive has always been so high like i'm i become like obsessed with it if there's anything i can compete in like i will compete in it yeah now that's really good i feel like that's what a lot of people who played sports when they were younger and like growing up that's how they have their drive for whatever game they're playing now. I think a lot of Call of Duty players, at least, uh, all played sports, all had something, uh, siblings and stuff they would play against that just built that competitive drive over the years. And then now it just transfers over to exactly, Call of Duty. Yeah. So you went pro. Uh, when did you go pro in Halo? And were you still in high school when you went pro? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so after the whole Halo 2 event and me, like, you know, getting my feet wet, I... <laughs> I actually didn't go to like any events in 2008, which was the beginning of Halo 3. It was the first year Halo 3 came out, was on the MLG circuit. But I like, I was so focused on high school just because it was, it was a different, just a whole different scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah. I was still getting used to, you know, making new friends, everything. Everything, yeah. High school is uh, a big change. And so like I played Halo 3 a lot, but not really competitively in 2008. I did it mostly just with like, you know, friends that I built relationships with um, throughout Halo 2 and Halo 3. And it was more like fun games, like Jenga, Cat and Mouse, like stuff like that. I would yeah. just do it to decompress. And then I believe, what, my sophomore year uh, of high school, or yeah, sophomore year of high school, uh, which was 2009, 
I like was like, you know what? I want to give this a try because Halo 3 had kind of started taking off and just like yeah. professional gaming and gaming in general w- was starting to slowly get more eyes on it. Um, so I would go to like any event I could. And I that's when I became a pro. I don't know what event it was, but I was a sophomore in high school. Um, I remember, I'll never forget it. My team, our team name was Dynasty. A team with APG, actually. He was like, like me and Brad, you know APG, don't you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, bro, I've known him since I was like 12 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, and yeah, now you're like, so, you guys like, are still here to this day in the community and yeah, yeah I going mean, to so events. Like, yeah, you know, I'm 26. He has to be 26 or 25. Yeah. But um, so yeah, 2009 was when I technically first became a professional player. Okay. And you, how old, how old were you at the time? Was it 13? You said 14? No, I think I was 14. Oh, 14. Okay. 14 going on 15. Okay. And then been here, been here for 10, son. <laughs> Literally yeah. young legend, but uh living legend too. But w- when you're at those events, you're 14 years old. I'm sure there's like a lot of older people that are there. And then maybe some people kind of closer to your age. Was there anything mm-hmm. crazy that would just happen at these events? Like back in the day? Cause I personally didn't go to events way back in the day. So I got an, I, everyone wants to know what were events like back in the day when you were going to the best way I could explain <laughs> it is imagine, <laughs> imagine professional, like going to these MLG events, professional gaming events as f- like fight club, the movie. If you, if you, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Not yeah. okay. Not like literally it. like people getting their ass. Yeah. Stuff, just like, it was this underground scene that you know it it was super secretive even though it was like blowing up but it was not as professional as you know the games are nowadays with everything like and i was younger so obviously i didn't get into like i i wasn't drinking or doing anything but you know i mean there's the stories that i can tell (laughs) you i i can't tell you on street (laughs) Um, but I mean, you could only imagine if you compared it to like fight club, like it was just reckless, like people going anything, crazy. Yeah, yeah, anything that you think could be too crazy at an event probably happened back then. Like there were plenty <laughs> of fights. I mean, people used to fight in the, like in the event, in the open bracket area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, I remember this one. Oh, I wish I remember the names. This one dude. It was this one big guy. He was like six two, six three, yeah. and some smaller white kid who I guess had been talking shit to him online before the event. Ah, oh, shit! And, and then like they saw each other in person for the first time, bro. This guy had him up by his neck, feet <laughs> off the ground. Like I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there was dude. There's there's been montages that have come out from like those old Halo events where it's literally called like sex drugs and games or whatever it's supposed to be like a, a playoff of sex drugs and rock and roll yeah which i mean you could probably find them on the internet there's obviously not sex in the videos but yeah, like that yeah. was the thing because yeah i mean it was a lot it was a whole different whole different world well i hope you stayed out of trouble didn't have anyone holding you by your neck maybe i, I probably did that a couple of times you were talking reckless when we were teaming yeah, so, so come here and then i put you up against the wall i said listen you're gonna rotate next time and uh don't give me uh Very good try <laughs> Nah, but uh, when Halo, you did that for a while. When did you know that you're gonna make the transition to COD and uh, eventually become a pro? Honestly, I didn't ever like know I was gonna make the transition because 
for a while, I thought Halo was just going to blow up. Yeah, like, and just take know, over. Like, yeah, I like I did. You know, it got to a point where I was sponsored by Red Bull and Halo. Um, MLG was sponsored by, you know, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Doritos. And everything like, there. Oh, yeah, like, and I was like, yo, this is crazy. And, like, this was all happening when I was 16, 17. Yeah. Um, so I was still young and, and making good money. Uh, so, like, I, you know, I, I never had a real job up to this point. I was like, oh, like, am I going to be able to do this, like, for the rest of my life? You know, like, make a living off it? I had no clue that, you know, making good money back then is not enough to necessarily <laughs> live off of. Yeah. Um, but then Halo Reach had come out and, like, the viewership had started to decline and, you know, Halo 4. And it just, like, it really hit a plateau and, and actually just started dying. And at this point, um, like, finishing up my high school years and getting ready to go in college, and I was like, damn, like, what the hell? I've never had a real job. Yeah. Like, I don't even know necessarily what I want to do in life because, you know, for a while, it seemed like Halo was going to be something big and, like, you know, I'd be able yeah. to do this. And so I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, uh, it was fun. It was a good hobby. Like, it fueled my competitive drive, you know. I made decent money off it to where – I didn't have to, you know, work at McDonald's or something like that in high yeah. school. Um, but then, so I was going to go to college. Well, I did go to college to be a CPA because I was, I've always been pretty good with numbers. And I was like, ah, whatever. But then around that time, I saw Black Ops 2 Champs. That was like the first ever COD event that I really watched. Ah, uh, okay. I mean, that shit's a classic. Like, yeah, it, that event was... I, I can I still, think like, I remember watched, everything. I think I only watched two, like, the losers' finals and the finals. Okay. But, yeah, the and, finals had enough enough craziness. Oh, wow. like, yeah. Miracles with the two-piece, Killer finessing away from Proof. It just had so many, like, memorable moments that it just oh. made so many people fall in love. Yeah, I'll I actually will literally never forget those two moments. Yeah. But I saw how huge it was. And, like, you know, I'd always play COD, like, pubs um for fun but never like took it seriously yeah and so and when halo was the thing cod always was second fiddle you know what i mean like black ops one or whatever whatever yeah. the cods were in like halo players like hate fun i hate cod players and exactly because like, the there there would be like 10 people in the stands <laughs> you literally at, 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 no bullshit yeah and actually 10 people and so like i'm sitting at home and i'm like i'm watching this i'm like yo they got hundreds of thousands of viewers right now like when, did, <laughs> like when did this happen yeah and you know i still i still wanted to to play games and compete because that's just the type of person i am but like i wasn't sure um because i had never really played cod like that and i remember i like didn't do so well first year in college because i was like damn i still like want to do this like be like a professional fps yeah. player um and I knew because of the type of person I am, like if I wanted to give it a try, it'd be so hard for me to balance COD and and college. Yeah. And I remember just talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, like, you think I should do this or you think I should just like hang it up? You know, like because I, you know, I at that point I had already done it for a long time. Yeah. Um, and she literally gave me the best advice. If she didn't give me this advice, I probably would be some bum ass accountant right now. Uh <laughs> literally like working in no offense office, to she, the accounts out there yeah no but, uh, <laughs> hey hey sorry if you're a bum ass count um, <laughs> but and she told me she was like listen you can always go back to college and do this 
like you're still you know 18 19 yeah she was like take it take a year off and see what happens if you flop you flop like you know it's whatever move on but see what happens yeah and that's what i did started with a halo team um it was me formal a snake bite in ghost Kyle ghost was the first one i started in and you know made some a little bit of noise yeah made made a little noise had some decent success ended up moving to a team house it was the first time i had moved away from home i lived in the curse house uh house yeah you remember that you were curse orange curse orange Um, baby but you know made like 500 dollars a month salary and grinded my ass off yeah and even though it wasn't like at the end of ghost i was kind of like i don't know if this is really working out you know (laughs) i'm making like 500 dollars a month you know we had i had decent success but it wasn't like halo um but then i just fucking got blessed that aw came out i guess and i loved that game and i also started yeah it's a good game aw no bullshit i don't care it's a hot take people roast me i think it's one of the most underrated cods of all time how easily is like people hated on it for a while and then we've seen the cods that have come out (sighs) since and that shit was pretty fucking good yeah i think but yeah but then i had the aw year deal and i mean like let me not guess myself up got third in champs besides the optic dynasty i had the most wins in aw yeah um made a ton of cash (laughs) at the time i was like yo i'm going from 500 a month making no bread on curse to you know i think it was like the first time i had ever made six figures in my life and i was like yo i made the right choice like (laughs) you know like appreciate you paying out yeah and obviously that's when we you know we had teamed in aw we had crazy success and when you got on what team what moment was it when you're like all right like we're about to be nasty like what team did you get on did you think you were gonna have success was it like the team with what was it slasher aches and parasite no no (laughs) i was honestly i don't know how i dude i don't know how we were as good as we were because that's a weird name a parasite aches slasher and enable think about that team (laughs) think about those players on that team together i i don't want to you couldn't like (laughs) make you couldn't write a script of the most toxic stuff ever <laughs> and, and and have it be as bad as it actually was for us yeah like dude they literally ripped each other to shreds every day but like somehow we were still like a top four team yeah now you, you guys know? were good you guys i remember because we would we would always beat you guys to get to the finals so you guys would always not to roast you but you were, you yeah. guys were always like around that third four spot which at the time it was just like optic at the top we started getting second on denial and then you guys were like third? in that third, fourth. But then so like us and Envy still? That uh, Envy yeah, I think Envy started well. Like they did well at that first tournament. Cause I remember they beat us when we did like that uh roster change at that tournament. And then we made a run all the way from loser round one to the grand finals. Yeah, I remember that. And then I think that only they did that well at champs. But I remember yeah. you guys like just doing well and almost making it to the grand finals in champs with that team. Yeah, so that, that was like that like that felt like a fluke the first team that i was ever super confident in like to like yo i can win with this team was after aw champs when we picked up kyler and tommy yeah um 
like because you know Huke was new on the scene. Yeah, but he was nasty. Austin had already won, and Tommy was Tommy. You know what I mean? Like coming yeah. right after Ghost, like AW. Uh, so I was super confident in my teammates. We gelled. There was no, uh, you know, clashing of personalities, egos. And, you know, that was the first team where we actually, it felt good to compete. And I was confident. Like, we we only teamed for two events until you and Clay finessed. Um, yeah. But we got second. You guys are welcome. Events. So you can start winning some events. But, uh... <laughs> but we were like, we were like hands down the second oh, best yeah. team. Yeah, by far. You, know? you guys were far and away the second best team for sure because like you would just beat everyone you and optic would beat everyone you guys would play each other in finals and yeah, optic would us, just yeah. beat you guys yeah, but then uh you know clay and i had to come show you boys how to win uh and i don't know what it was i feel i feel like we just kind of just meshed everything just kind of went perfectly when we started teaming there wasn't any time where anything fell off everything we did in yeah. online tourneys yeah, we bad. played well in scrims like we played well we got to land after we won that first tournament, what was UMG Dallas? Mm-hmm. After we won that, it was like twenty-four and two map count. Um, Almost like, the perfection, bro. Yeah, that would have been crazy. But I just felt like think- that gave us so much confidence and momentum going forward. That every event we went to, we knew we could win every single time. Like we knew we were getting top three at least, and we were gonna win. Oh, yeah, so. I, I think it was. I think it was like the perfect storm because. Not only do I feel like me and Tommy and you and Clay had chips on our shoulders because yeah. you guys obviously had won champs, yeah, and like everyone we started, thought, you know. and everyone thought Optic was gonna, you know, win. Yeah, and then you guys kind of like your team fell off. Yeah. And me and Tommy were getting a lot of flack because they were like, dude, you guys just got back to back second place finishes and you dropped two players. And so like we all had the fire, yeah, to like be optic and be the best team because like you guys were getting roasted we were getting roasted and i i I don't know i really feel like we clicked just outside of the game too like definitely us four you know what i mean i think that's one of the main reasons why we we teamed for as long as we did yeah but we were obviously the most talented team in aw but everything just literally clicked off rip like you said yeah not definitely because when i when we teamed at that more like kind of towards the end of aw i think we won like the three out of the five events we went to which is pretty good um and that is crazy so fast the forward one, i had the flu bro i had the flu oh so yeah the flu at dc like that was for the three peat i think too because yeah, i think we would have won an event well yeah we would have won umg dallas one gfinity then one dc but you know you got the flu you got sick weak ass immune system it's all I good know. though but uh not definitely we teamed together for a while and then we lived together too in infinite warfare in austin texas in the phase pro house how was that experience living together as a team what what was your after it all happened like what were you thinking after it all <laughs> happened i still couldn't believe you literally shit in my bathroom and clogged that in a 2k that's the biggest thing that i remember um but yo, I, chill yo <laughs> Oh, second round of 2K chat. This man comes into the bathroom, blows it up. So me and Dylan, right? Like our Shit. rooms. So like, dude, the, the face house was actually dope. That like that the, was big. The, yeah, like the curse team house was like a trap house. The face <laughs> house was in a super uh nice spot. We it was yeah. a big ass house. But so me and Dylan had was it like called like brother sister bathrooms or whatever? Oh shit. Like I had my room, Dylan had his, and we had the connecting bathroom. But it was connected to my room. He had to walk down the hallway. Yeah. And, you know, I would have, you know, my door unlocked or like 
uh, to the bathroom or, you know, cracked open. And second round, you know, we're straight body in some random ass team, probably in the 2K. And I just get a whiff of this heinous smell. It, Dylan comes back to the mic. He's like, he's like, yo, dude, I clogged the toilet. Like, I don't know what Wait, to no, do. Wait, no, no, no. I came back to the mic and you're like, I think, yo, do I hear water running or something? Oh, like, yeah. You said yeah, that. Yeah, yes, because I heard, because like, you guys probably know everyone's clogged their toilet before. Like, you can hear it getting to the top of the bowl. And like, Dylan was like, I don't know how to unclog it. And I'm just sitting there like, this motherfucker's going to flood my room. Shit everywhere. It smelled like ass. And Clay starts dying laughing. Because Clay, his room was, he had the master like on the first floor. And I, and I was so mad. I actually remember I was so mad. Because Clay was like, Ian, just fix it. Like, Dylan's so dumb. Like, he doesn't know how to do it. I was like, dog, I'm not fucking fixing shit. Like, like motherfucker clogged the toilet. I'm not going in there looking at his shit. And then I don't even know who fixed it. No, I think what happened, I think I remember Clay eventually being upstairs because he was upstairs like hella quick. And then I walked over there and I saw Clay like straddling the toilet, like on top of like uh, the shower stand and on top of his leg on something else. So he was straddling it. I'm like, yo, you got to fix it. I don't know how. He's like, dude, I'm not putting my hand in the the toilet. And then plunger, dude. I don't know how I fixed it. I don't know how I fixed it, but that's definitely it was real interesting. It was real interesting. Um, oh man, that was not damn. That video is still on YouTube. It's actually so funny when you go back and watch that. About I'm actually about to go back and watch it. I had a fun time though in that house. I mean, I feel like I feel like we all. I mean, besides Clay because he's old as dirt, but I feel like we all kind of grew up there in a way, you know. And yeah, it's my first time moving out, so. Yeah, it was yeah, and Tommy's. And Tommy's, yeah. And like, I don't know. We just well, besides Clay, because like Clay was a fucking herb, but like it was it was cool to have all of us there, Chris, yeah. and like, you know, work out together, go get, you know, food. The sushi. Like, like, Ooh. Yeah, just the day-to-day life that yeah. sushi had to work out was fire. Um I wish Clay wouldn't have been in the relationship he was in. Yeah. <laughs> at the time because he would just never do anything he would never leave yeah. his room it, it was like this weird situation i yeah. felt like we're like please know. come hang out with like yo clay want to go see a movie yo clay want to go to dinner and then you'd always be like nah nah not really exactly so but, just, i mean yeah it was fun I, and i think it was besides when we knew we had to make a change yeah you know when we got to that point it was fun then it got a little awkward but i think that also just had to deal with because we were around each other like literally all the time yeah you know? literally we it scrim and then we walk out to the living room and dining room yeah. and we're right next to each other again so it's like bro we get smoked in practice like dylan ain't rotating i don't want to see this kid while i'm downstairs <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm just like i'm giving him a look like yo this motherfucker didn't rotate says the guy who used to be like yo i can't throw the upling ball come here and then i had to go throw the ball in the portal for you damn oh no, bro we would roast tommy for like be like tommy you did this he'd be like no i didn't we we watch it he did it just yelling and then like i'm going downstairs he's making like a peanut butter jelly sandwich i'm just like dog i could punch him right now like i'm (laughs) so now i think team houses are not good with a competitive team when you're surrounded by each other when you're scrimming then after you see each other again like i don't think team houses are it i think you do like team apartments where everyone has their own space but you're close enough if you ever need to meet up watch vod whatever it may be that, yeah. but it just like, gets yeah, like, too toxic with the like team house was, nowadays 
in Columbus. Exactly. You know, like that, like that's, yeah. Exactly. I, dude, team apartments, like, bro, no bullshit. If we all had apartments in Texas back then, I think we would have been a way better team. Because yeah. it got to a point where we just hated we're just, each other. Yeah, we're just sick. Like, we've been together for what? At that point, like, two and a half three, years, three years. Very long. Yeah. Team. And then you still, I mean, you're still seeing them every single day. Like, that's actually impressive how long we stayed together and how we're still friends after all that because it's very easy to just have a bad relationship with pat or old teammates and shit can break down but um no we we all got through that and we were all good and then that was the end of the iw season um Mm -hmm. and then going into world war ii that's when you left phase were kicked off i don't really know how it all went down all i know is we picked up Crowder, our coach, who we were living with for the past year, and then Priesta, who was uh, what's it called? But actually, I remember you got like a good offer from EG, I think. Yeah, I think, dude, I think it was like almost a mutual thing where, like, because we had we had picked up Pierce, Pierce, yeah, workout, and then it was like, well, shit, it's me, you, and Tommy, and like, I kind of wanted to like have some sort of change, you know? Yeah. And but I also feel like you and Tommy wanted the same thing. And so like I don't know if if I wouldn't have taken the EG offer if you guys like would wouldn't have still team with Chris and Preston. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think you like we all just kind of wanted to change. But yeah, that's when like the salaries were starting to see a major increase. Yeah. And hindsight, it was a horrible decision by me. Like, <laughs> I definitely should have, if you, like, I should have at least made it known, like, yo, Dill, Tom, like, I still want to team with you guys. Like, let's, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I saw the we were bag. all so fed up at that point that it was yeah. just like, we like, everyone just did their own thing kind of. I don't even remember how it went down in the offseason. I just know that it happened. Aches finesse me, bro. Aches, Aches had me. Pat is a finesse king. Guy, yo, King. I was like, yo, it's Boots. I'm Patty P. Bring an app with me. EG's throwing the bag at us. Like, Nameless is, you, you know how good Nameless was in Ghost. Like, it ain't <laughs> AW. I'm like, like, oh, shit, okay, Pat. Like, yeah, yeah. I can do EG. Like, he's like, all you got to do is move into this team house and they'll bumblefuck nowhere, Illinois. And I was like, <laughs> I've been to that land. house. Yeah. I've Bro, been to that house. house. But shit, then you had an interesting World War II year. You guys did not have the best start at all. Did you get dropped or left? Did you leave? God, dude. So I don't even know if I ever really like talked about. Yeah, this I don't time. even remember. I just remember you were off EG, not on a team. And then you were out on light lightning pandas. Yeah. So like, I mean, it, that still is like the worst team I've ever been a part of. Like not, not like in the sense of, um, outside the game. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I, I like all those guys, but just like placings wise. Like, yeah. dude, we were, we got like uh, top eight once. Like, bro, we got like top 12, top 20. And it got to a point where like, yo, we need to make a change. You know, EG2, they were like, yo, we're giving you all the bag. Yeah. Aches, I thought y'all team was supposed to be nasty. Y'all are dog shit. <laughs> and um, we were supposed to get, from what I remember, we were going to pick up Dashy. Like, we were going to drop mm. Nameless a thousand percent and i i don't know if if because me and pat lived in the team house together yeah and um i don't know if we were just going to pick up dashy for nameless or whatnot but then like days go by and it's like getting close to the, the roster deadline and 
I'm living with Pat. Like I'm living with Pat and like I'm on a, I'm in a team speak late night and they're yeah. like like silly joins to speak and and people are like, oh shit. Like I'm in here and I'm just I have no clue. I'm like, what? And then like then people are like DMing me on Twitter, like, yo, like what are your plans? And I'm just like, fuck you mean what my plans are? Like I thought we were picking Dashy up. Yeah. You know, I thought that was it. Oh shit. And, and then I found out that they were obviously picking up assault and silly. And at that point, my stock obviously was super low. Like, yeah. bro, we legitimately were borderline a professional team. Yeah. You know, like, we were bad. And um, and it was so close to the roster lock. Not only was my stock low, but it was so close. I, like, didn't have a, even have an opportunity if teams to find to teams. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, whoa. Like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I just got dropped. I'm not getting <laughs> salary from them anymore. Like, yeah. What the hell? And, and so at this point, too, I was planning on making my move out to L.A. And oh. like I, this is like a month before I was going to move to L.A. And Lightning Pandas was giving me like twenty five hundred dollars a month. And that was literally just enough to cover my part of the rent. But so like I Damn. moved out here. I played one event with Lightning Pandas. Um, Bro, I was literally living in a trap house like the first month and a half. I had my fucking notorious black foldable chair i was sleeping <laughs> on an air mattress no covers dude it was eric's air mattress that no lie was broken i would wake up either in the middle of the night or in the morning on the hardwood floor because like it would it, <laughs> it would just deflate. deflate yeah dude and i was like i was stressing i was like dude no one wants like i'm not gonna get an opportunity yeah <laughs> like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> all the way across the united states like yeah. i'm i'm this is it. Like, I'm not going to get on a team. So this fucking stressful couple months. Yeah. With that EG team. And then what happened after the EG team? Did it get better when you had that WWE chair and the um, inflatable mattress? And I mean, dude, I got, so I got blessed realistically. Cause so like TK, you know, they start out beginning of the year back to back. They fell off, right? They, they picked up Zinn and Jay, but then Zinn left to go to Optic, I yeah, think. Yeah, he went to Optic. And um, and I remember uh, Lamar, well, TK, but Lamar wanted to play with, um, it was either me, Royalty, yeah. Goon, or I think there was one other person. And at this point, Bryce is still playing. He's on Echo Fox, Caps on LG. And I remember they like they went hard for me because Lamar asked them, you know, and and they were like, bro, hands down, like, what, you how are you not going to just give an able shot, like, bro, the EG team was asked, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I got the offer, I got the opportunity to join TK, which I was fucking ecstatic about because not only was I back to getting good salary, and they were like disgusting. They, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, dude, Kenny's the best player in the game. Yeah. Accuracy's one of the best ARs in the game. They've won multiple times already this year. Jay's like an up and comer, but he's you know really fucking talented. Yeah. Uh, so I had like I was like, okay, finally, dude, I'm back on track. Like you know, I'm now I'm out here like you know picking out beds and shit. Still sitting <laughs> on the on the fucking phone. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta I gotta cut you off there for a sec. I actually remember at the Phase House in Texas. So uh, in the yeah. chat. You slept on an air mattress out there too. So you might just have a thing for air mattresses. Have you upgraded to a normal bed yet? 
California King, California baby. King, California baby. The, that's the run it up guy it. right there. All right. Bro, so back to what you were saying when you finally got on TK, got the opportunity, you're on so, the come up. So I'm like, let's go. Uh, and then before we even start practicing, like, before, like they, like we, I think we ran like they ran a couple game or like a day with me and a day with royalty, right? Yeah. But before we actually start practicing, because they chose me, I broke my fucking collarbone riding a bird scooter um it's an interesting <laughs> night but i think it was it was either kid cuddy or kanye that just dropped an album and uh and we had listened we were doing like an album listening party in the house yeah you know i was you know i was sipping on some wine you know what i mean i didn't even want to leave the crib bro didn't even want to leave the crib i was vibing yeah and we, and we had all got these bird scooters because we were like yeah, like we don't need like we don't need a car you know we're we're in santa monica like yeah and bird scooters was, were everywhere yeah. like all over the sidewalks there's so many but so so we bought like we bought our oh, own yeah, you guys had your own too i forgot yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you guys had your own too uh, y'all rich like that but so they all wanted like yo let's go because this is nighttime they're like yo let's go for like a scooter ride like, <laughs> like and i'm like nah bro i'm showing like yo quit being a herb i'm like i right, bet we're going down a hill near near our house don't even remember what happened son i think i like tripped over my own foot literally front flip down the hill broke my collarbone and this is two weeks before two or three weeks before mlg anaheim and i was shook like it this shit was clean clean broke hurt like a bit i didn't even go to the doctor for like four days oh yeah you like, like 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 me and like bryce was like being my my uh was this like suedo doctor and he was like nah dude i used to have this shit all the time like you probably like like have like a mild ac spring or something like that i didn't <laughs> leave my bed for four days literally sat on my back with like an ice pack on it and like i could feel my bone like crunching and like rubbing oh, up it was nah 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 that's nasty and then but then so i was so terrified to tell lamar you know lamar you you know what i'm saying i was like yo yeah i couldn't get dropped obviously but i was like dog what the fuck? Like, I, I was like, playing in a sling in pain yeah, on my yeah. back. And, and like, we were not doing so hot. And I'm just like, oh, dude, like, I fucked it. Like, this was my chance, like, my comeback. Yeah. And, and then, like, get on three, a scooter. Before the event, I was like, yo, I hop on TeamSpeak. I'm like, yo, like, yo, what's good? And I was like, yo, I should have told y'all this before, but I broke my collarbone like two weeks ago, but I've been playing. Like, don't worry, I'm good. Like you like you don't have to worry about it. and Lamar was like about to tweak and he was like he was like about to rage. He was like, Oh wait, you said you've been playing for with it for like two weeks. I was like, Yeah, dude, I've I literally been practicing. And like I wasn't getting shit on, but we just weren't doing well. Yeah. And <laughs> and then so we went to Anaheim, did okay, but I literally played in a sling there. But then it healed up and we became fucking nasty. <laughs> yeah. And then you guys what you won season two for sure. You won season or did you win in November uh, yeah. four? Yeah. No, no, yeah, because it was Anaheim, yeah, and then it was like the league. Remember, yeah, yeah, I we think went. You guys got in. We last, clutched uh, up like crazy. Did some crazy run to make it into playoffs. And I think like we had we stayed progressing throughout the league. Like I yeah. think we we got like third or fourth in the regular season, um, but then playoffs came and like I don't know, something just clicked. We just clicked as a team. We won that, which was crazy because I at that point I didn't think. You know, I, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to win again. Yeah. Because, like, it had been a while since AW. And I was on EG where I was barely even getting top 12. Yeah. And then so to be able to win that 
after being kicked out of the league, basically. And it, at, at that point in time, too, it was the biggest like paycheck I got from a single event. Oh, yeah, it was 50K each. Yeah, 50K so something crazy. World, I was like, I was like, let's go. Like, I thought I was about to retire, going out looking sorry. Like, you know, we worry, won. They, they still got taxes. Like, so it's probably only like, what, 37, yeah. 33? But it's still a lot of money. Got to be smart, though. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah it, but it was it was just a huge paycheck but like yeah not even that like just to be able to win again I, it's probably how you guys felt because you guys won yeah, what, season, season one, one. Yep. yeah and then, like, when you don't win for a long time getting that that win again is like an unbelievable feeling yeah because you're like it like proves to yourself and your team that you guys can win and then everyone else like you won you're the champions at that time it like reboosts your stock it like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but, i'm the best again yeah, literally. Right. And then you guys had a second at champs. I uh, remember you guys lost to EG, but you beat us for third. I gave the oop to my boys. I gave the oop to my boys to get rings, and none of you guys have rings yet. So, uh, yeah, I it's all believe, good. I can't, <laughs> I can't believe on top of EG being so bad when I was on the team to them dropping me to then them somehow winning the event. <laughs> but then on top of that, bro, they should have been out in pool play, dog. Yeah, they did some crazy, like, unbelievable aches versus oh, optics oh, stuff. To win one map, bro. That's it. One I map, been, I got a finger, bro. Like what? I might have been bad luck for optic, to be honest. Yeah. I think we played the match before optic played EG, where they only had to win one map. We were like packing up. Optic was walking on our side. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you guys only got to win one map. Oh, you guys got this. And then like, I, we we left. We left the venue. Went and got food or something. And then mm -hmm. when like tuned back into our stream or saw on twitter saw the streams it was like uh oh eg's up 2-0 in the series and they're up in the ctf too like is this actually about to happen is like this optic team not about to even make it into the bracket and that Bro. was mind-blowing i remember watching that like on the phone just like what I is happening so hype because so you remember how like pool play was in the mlg arena yeah like a little studio and we almost did we literally won the event for this and we we made it out of pool play second. We lost to uh, Theory's team. Mm. I think Theory, I think Theory was team with Gunjar. Um, we we lost to that team. Beat Heretics map five. Yep. And then we then we played Rise first round winners. Who like you know us and Rise were probably the favorites going into that event. Smoked them right out the gates. Smoked an, another team and then smoked E United like. I thought there was no shot we were losing. We were guaranteed top three, and we hadn't dropped a hard point map yet. Yeah. Like, like I was like, free lick. I'm in winner's finals. Then I find out we're playing EG. Like, I had no, no clue. Caught you off guard. Because they, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure to get there, they reverse swept Envy, like the round before or something. They reverse swept Yeah, they did. Team. They reverse swept Envy in winners. And, and, and make it to you guys. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what it was. And I'm sitting there like licking my lips. Like, I'm, getting my <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck eggs. Like I'm about like, I, I be rising E United. Like, you know, you know, good hard point team, whatever. I was like, yeah. I ain't losing respawn to these cats. And then you guys came out fucking guns blazing. I was like, yo, I'm in the vortex. Like I thought I, I'm picking out like the ring I want. And now I'm <laughs> down 2-1 and loses finals i'm like yo i was just in winners finals i'm about to be on the tournament <laughs> and yeah. then after we beat you bro i was still like fuck because you know how it is like yeah 
if, if you are in the finals from Winners Bracket, you most likely won the event. Yeah. Um, but then when we reverse reverse swept them first series, I was like, I'm getting my fucking revenge, baby. <laughs> like, ring. and we got three zero. <laughs> and so. then and then we got three zero. But no, so that, that was. was Damn, that was that cr- that's that's crazy. That event, heartbreaking event. I don't even want to talk about it. But um, um and then that year ends. So, but you bounced back though. You won an event, you got second at the biggest event of the year. So your your name's back in the mix, back to being one of the best players in the game. Uh, and then Black Ops 4 and 5v5 is introduced to the Call of Duty community. Yes, what happened for you in that transition period to end up on what was it? 100 T? 100 T, yes. So it's a pretty interesting name, right? Hey, I love the name. I mean, I love you do. It. On, you know you like the colors? Love it. I'm a big black guy. Big black red guy. Um, but so after champs, we were obviously all you know. We were pissed. I, like it was Kenny's first year. Yeah. Like, like full year. Lamar's breakout year. Jay's first year as well. So like. Kenny would like like they were all happy that they had made it that far. You know, especially for them, like Lamar won two or three events. Three events. Kenny won three yeah. events, got MVP, got second at champs. Like that's a crazy first year. Same thing for Jay. Like got second at champs. But we were all pretty disappointed because we knew that we like we choked. Yeah, you were like, the best team like, at the time and you yeah, we just, probably we just should have won. won. And you didn't yeah. Yeah, you couldn't we close it literally out. Literally looked like the the LA Dodgers, you know, besides <laughs> this year. Um and like I didn't know what was really going to happen. I I wanted to stick together, you know, because I was like, yo, this is a really good team. Yeah. Like, let's find a fifth, whatever. And then I I'd found out that Kenny and Jay had gotten an offer from Matt. They were, you know, they were coming back in the scene and they like were a thousand percent taking it. Like, like hands down, they both wanted to take it. Yeah. And at first it kind of left, me and Lamar in an interesting spot um, because, you know, I, I've known Matt for a while. Like, while this is all happening, you know, I'm hanging out with him on the weekends. Like, we're going out to clubs or at, you know, his house or he's here or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I, I know the in, like the inside scoop of, like, who they're trying to look at, all this stuff. And, you know, Kenny and Jay were like, yeah, bro, like, we love the team with you, Lamar. But, like, you know, it's up, like, this is Matt's team. You know, this yeah, is like Matt. Me, yeah into the scene because 100 c was fucking garbage in black ops 3 or whatever he tried um those anaheim jerseys yeah <laughs> yo gotta hide those jail. in the vault <laughs> um and so like me and lamar we're like we're like yo we gotta try and like you know field offers so like then me and lamar were a team of two you know we were talking to like g2 splice trying to come up with teams players we want to team with and then nade fucking offers me and lamar like in person he's like yo we want we want you two guys to join it was going to be tk and um who was the second player it was jay kenny sorry i'm trying to think okay so maybe uh, maybe at the time they just wanted or matt wanted to sign the whole tk team because he wasn't sure if austin was going to be able to get off rise yeah you know what i mean and whoever else because you really wanted austin obviously everyone wanted austin um but so like we go out to eat and like literally like basically agreed to to the kind of like you know he gave me and lamar the 100t fit like (laughs) like like, yo we just got the bag like this is what we wanted because we we were able to stick together yeah 
<laughs> and then literally three hours later, uh, Lamar drives home because he obviously is rich. So he lives in Calabasas. Uh, and like Eric calls me in, in, into, into his room and he's like, bro, I don't know what to do. And I'm sitting there like, like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, am I just getting fucked now? And I guess after the fact um, that Nate had taken me and Lamar out, Rise was down. Pac-Man, who I think was the coach or GM at the time, yeah. was down to let Austin go. And then Nate felt horrible about it. And, like, I think he asked everyone on, on the team, like, what do you think we should do? And obviously, you know, it's slasher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, like you have to. And then that happened. It was some beef. I felt so bad for Lamar, but I mean, I guess it worked out for him. He did well with Splice. But yeah, then we got Austin. I think Sam was the last one, I guess, we signed. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was an interesting series of events because for a while, I thought I was going to be on like G2 with Lamar. Like G2 Ooh, or G2. Or yeah. And we, me and Lamar turned down a lot of money to join the 100T team. So, and then Lamar got the bag because he got dropped literally three, after, three hours after. <laughs> no, nah, that's crazy. And then you guys had the whole, everything with 100T. You had the not best start in the beginning of the season. Then you guys got Priesta and Chris Crowder as your yep. coach. And after you just kind of flipped the switch. Smoke. Yeah, we oh, got, got Chokeslam, choke bad that was that was not good tried using a battle beaver i couldn't shoot straight and i was like nah, this is, this is not it for me and uh then that's when i actually went to my went to eg and had my little uh revenge arc or whatever it's called and uh you know we bounced back a little bit after that of course wish we had a better ending to the season could have got those six points but uh this is this podcast episode is for you it's not it's not for me to talk about me and uh you guys had a really good season um would you win two events and then London and Anaheim. And, and then, then you got second at champs again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of suck at champs. Bro. You always get second and third. Listen, I might be the most. <laughs> no, that is really good, though. That's really impressive, but it just sucks that, like, you can't win it. Uh, dude, it, the, the Black Ops 4 1 wasn't as. <laughs> it wasn't as bad. It didn't hurt as much yeah. because, I mean, bro, we were in losers round one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like so you made that. an insane, yeah, insane, insane like, run. World War II, I genuinely thought. Oh, from, yeah, you guys had it in the bag. Yeah, the first round when we beat Rise, because everyone, you know, all the fans were like, oh, my God, the two best teams are matching first round. Yeah. Like, this is cock camps that happens. And when we beat them, I was like, oh, this is in the bag. Uh, and Black Ops 4, even though I knew we were one of the favorites going into it, starting losing round one, and, like, we just didn't – we really didn't click that whole weekend until, like, halfway through Saturday. Like, I, I thought we were going to – like, bro, we should have lost losers round one to face. Oh, yeah. That like, insane – yeah. yeah, that insane 2-0 in the series, 2-0 in control comeback. I thought you guys like, lost too. Like I thought it was like over. I'm like, oh, like it's seven to two in lives or something. It was just something like insane, something impossible to win. And they wow. did the point one percent and actually won it. That was crazy. So wait, that that year too, you ended up with second at champs, a couple of event wins. So going into MW, COD still five v five. How did that? How did you get on that Seattle Surge team? 
And then how did that break down throughout the season? Uh, well, it was kind of similar to the uh, World War II offseason, the Black Ops 4, where, well, it was different, though, because it was franchising, right? And this yeah. is obviously before COVID. So it's like, you know, all the players were told, you know, you're going to have to move to whatever city you're playing yeah. for. The contracts are going to be crazy, but there's a salary cap. So, like, there was a lot of factors that went into it. And obviously, I I had really high stock, but nowhere near compared to, like, anyone else on my team, yeah. right? Because uh, you were, like, the even, dirty work player. Like, you would I, be the vision pole sog. <laughs> exactly. I wasn't going to have more value than Slasher, Octane, Kenny, Preston, you know. Yeah. And, Early on in the in in the roster mania period, like I had known that Austin and Ken wanted to a live in LA. You know they're getting a great offer from Immortals OGLA whatever. Austin and Sam were kind of not like, like, they were like almost up against each other, but not in a bad way, because you know like Austin ended up taking a backseat to the main AR role um, in Black Ops Four. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know if Austin and Sam really wanted a team. Again. He wanted to probably wanted to be a main AR. Like, he he wanted to do yeah. his thing. And at this point, too, Preston was already gone. He was on phase. Yeah. He was on Atlanta. He was the first one gone. Well, I guess you came and say gone because phase just loaned him. So he was yeah. just like back. Um, but so he was gone, and you know, Sam reached out to me. Like Austin and Ken, Ken had told me he wanted a team. Um. I hadn't really talked to Austin, and I know they really want to team with TJ. Uh, I think Tej and Dashy. Yeah. So like, I wanted to obviously be the fifth on that team, but wasn't really any any moves being made. Sam reached out. I thought our team was going to be really good because um, it was supposed to be me, Sam, RCD's envoy, and Jerry. <clears throat> Shit. Um, Are you good? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but then they backed out and like. There was an opportunity for us to also be on Dallas with Kyler, Shotzi, Illy. Um, Probably or, been a good team too. Yeah, and that was my <laughs> gut. I wanted to join. Like I told them, I think that's a good choice. But like I previously said, with like, okay, where you're gonna have to live in your contract. Like you know, Seattle offered a ton more money. Like. Yeah, you guys, were, you guys were probably one of the, if not the, like, highest average paid team. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we, honestly, we were, we had top three for sure. Yeah. Average across the board. Maybe even top two. I don't know. But it was just, like, way too much money to turn down. RC's Envoy obviously dipped after we basically thought it was all set. Yeah. And we had to scramble to get whoever we could. You know, we basically stole Apathy off Florida. <laughs> like, App was literally going to sign with Florida. The yeah. next day and we're like yo you want to team with seattle and make this amount of money he's like yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> um but yeah it just wasn't the best choice uh obviously we were fucking ass but do you think uh, there's I a mean, reason why you guys were ass like do you think it was just because you didn't mesh well together or was there something do you feel like that if you could redo that team again there was some steps you could have taken take or taken taken uh to not be so bad <laughs> Um, you guys are all good players, and you guys have all won multiple championships before, so it's not like you guys don't know how to play COD. Yeah, I mean, we're, we were all, I mean, we all still are proven winners. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was a mix between us not enjoying the game. Like, I, 
like you know in the beginning of the game no one really enjoyed it but our team was the worst at it yeah like, you, yeah you guys would always leave scrims and nope not play dom <laughs> just, we just chalked it um and also cod switches every year of course you know the game didn't just didn't suit our team yeah like say if world war ii was like 5v5 i think we could have been pretty good yeah you know what i'm saying but like for this game it just didn't work out if there was one thing that i would change which i think would have definitely made us better i don't think it would have made us a contender but i think we would have been more of like a middle of the pack team maybe yeah. have you know one or two good events is just literally forcing everyone on the team to go hard because i mean dude you know how i am like i go a hundred percent but if like if my teammates aren't going hard i'm not like uh i'm not a player that like fucking forces the issue he's gonna like get on their ass like yo what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah like well fuck it if i'm going 100 percent, you're not i'm just not gonna go 100 percent. you know what I mean? yeah. which, which is a good trait by any means but it's if i would have done that and like tried everything i could i think we would have been better yeah. but it was it was just like i wasn't really enjoying the game the team wasn't no one was really trying no one was really trying to even improve or or beyond anyone's ass and yeah it's probably because we got paid a lot too you yeah. know that yeah that has to go it could definitely, it. that could definitely be a reason for like especially you know in pro sports like people just get comfortable when they get that huge contract some people get comfortable it may not affect everyone the same but like every, i think we've all been on that on those teams at those moments where it's just you know it's chalked where yeah the people don't yeah. either like each other they don't like the game and they just can't work well together so you guys just get on like call out barely talk to each other minimal and just get off like it's not like a in-depth dive at getting better and trying to improve as a player in a team so i've definitely experienced that and i mean on top of it like the contracts not even for like me personally or my team but like they were just crazy in general compared to what they were in the past so it's yeah. like you didn't have that stress which i mean it's good it is good but like you didn't have that stress of like yo if we're not playing well i'm not gonna make that much money this year <laughs> yeah because like it was guaranteed it was like yo i really want to win but like shit's not going my way like i'm not stressing as hard as i normally would yeah and then season comes to an end of course you only played for like the first couple events and then you got subbed in for one event for one map and then taken right back out so you really I weird year vacationing in Bahamas <laughs> for yeah that's when you went crazy on the content grind which is good because who knows if you weren't even doing that like you never know what what you would have been doing right now but moving that's forward true. What's your plans moving forward of what you're trying to do? Intel? No, I'm just <laughs> Wait, um, you did tweet you would give out some intel. Is there any intel? Come on. Listen, let me... I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay. Um, I do think me getting benched was like a great... I don't, I don't know if I would say lesson, but it opened my eyes on a lot of things. Um, because I've always wanted to do content, right? Mm -hmm. But going back to just who I am, I'm so competitive. And like when I am attached, no pun intended to something, I obsess over it. So like yeah. I would obsess over competing. And so like, I just didn't really think I could balance it. And then when I got dropped, 
well benched and it looked like I wasn't coming back. I was like, dude, I have all this free time. This is something I enjoy doing. You know, I like main content. Yeah. I actually try. Um, and in my head at the time, I'm like, I'm going to just go hard, do content, have fun with it. But then I'm going to be, you know, back to competing and then I'll, you know, bounce it out. Yeah. Um, but obviously my stock hasn't been the highest since I didn't play this year. And I know that after when I'm done competing, when it's time for me to hang it up, like that's the, that's the route I want to take. You yeah. know, I want to content, whether it be Twitch streaming, gaming, YouTube videos, like skits, whatever the case may be. Uh, it's definitely the route I want to take, but I just, I don't know. Like, but you still want to compete, to right? I still have the drive. Yeah. You I'm still want to be, you're still looking for teams and. I, I'm hungrier okay. now than I have been in a long time. Yeah. And like, you know, I've been doing this shit since you was in diapers. So it, <laughs> it's a little, like there's been the highs and lows and yeah. times where I'm just like, yo, am I really passionate about this anymore? Or like, is it time for me to start my next chapter? I still want to compete. I do. I really do. I don't know what it's, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm trying to think of a way where I can say Intel without saying Intel. Um, I think that's enough Intel in itself, you know? I, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, if that was it, if MW was the end of my, you know, career. Hmm. Um, and we can talk I about that a little I bit. I don't, you know, I like, I don't know. Is this my third prime? Like, am I, am I, is this a, a comeback story again? Yeah. You know, like I've been here before. I don't know. I think, because you've done it oh. multiple times before. Like, you've come back, been that guy, won multiple tournaments, really good placings throughout the year. So, I, I don't think anyone counts you out. Anyone that knows Call of Duty and knows how you are, knows that you're a champion, proven winner. Uh, I think the thing that sucks for you is you got put into a, like, well, your team was just a bad situation the oh. past season. And so that, and then it going back to 4v4 where 12 players are automatically out of the league and then no expansion teams, just makes it that much harder for anyone and everyone to get picked up. And there's definitely a lot of surprising names out there that haven't been announced on rosters yet. So it's it's kind of crazy that yeah, it's stuff hasn't happened. It's been, it's been an interesting offseason. And I mean, it's just because like, like you said, they obviously didn't expand, but they're back to 44, which, you know, it's the right move, but yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Dude, there's a, no matter if they're your favorite player or you hate their guts, there's going to be a lot of good players that aren't in the league this year. Yeah. That if they say they expand next year to 16 teams, like they're a thousand percent going to be in the league, you know? Yeah. And so, it's, like, there's, there's <sighs> only so many spots, and it's like, you know, Obviously, each player is different, but like it's not always like, oh, they're not getting a spot because they're not talented enough. You know, it could be an attitude issue, a dedication yeah. issue. Uh, people just don't fuck with you issue, you know? Yeah. Like, so I don't know. There's there's some things I'm figuring out. Um, I will say I have come to terms because for a while before I, I say what I was about to say, when I got benched, still, I thought it was just like, like they're just like showing me a lesson you know what i mean like yo yeah. get your head right warning 
And then when I realized like, yo, they are probably not putting me back in. Yeah. I, I, I like went, I went through a rough period mentally because I was just, like I said, that's all I did is compete. I, I couldn't compete. And luckily, you know, doing content made me feel so much better because it's something I enjoyed. And like, I found out that I was really passionate about it. Um, but so it helped me out enough to the point where like, I've come to terms with, I still want to compete a thousand percent. Like there is no passion issue, dedication issue. Like I know I can still compete. I know I can still win, but if you know, the cards just aren't in my favor, I would be okay with being done, you know, just not playing anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would not playing, I guess, for the foreseeable future, but you know how it is. If yeah. I if I retired for a year, I probably wouldn't play again. Yeah, it's yeah. near it's near impossible to come back after you officially stop playing for a little bit because then everyone there's just new players coming up, people kind of lose that trust in you and that belief in your skills and your ability. So it's definitely a tough, tough situation, but it's like the thing too is expansion teams are probably going to happen next year. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't know for sure at all, but everyone is probably assuming expansion teams are going to happen next year. So it's like, do you grind it out in challengers, get picked up on a team right now? And then next year happens expansion teams. You're back to being starter on a team. You're the face of the team. Like it's, there's definitely yeah. a lot of stuff. So I'm well, rooting for I, you. I'm rooting for you. I know we've been talking on the side, but yo, gee. I got you. Minnesota enable. Get it <laughs> in there. No, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I will say this too. I am uh, finding out a lot more info. So I think I'm going to have a decision like really soon. Yeah. Which is good. Cause it's obviously stressful. Just not knowing. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say, though, just because I see people in your chat saying it and people were tweeting at me, I a thousand percent will tell you I am not coaching 100 Thieves. Zero percent chance. Not a coach. Oh, I, damn. I, I, just don't, I just don't think that's for me. Yeah. I mean, I it's like, who the fuck? What? You tell me I got to watch TJ fucking... <laughs> Hey, you know, what you say? You don't, you don't even fly coach. There's no way you're coaching TJ. What? I'm not... <laughs> to no player not rotate like yeah. like yo the fuck is you doing huh <laughs> damn well i think we've got a lot of good talks just you and i i want to get the chat involved a little bit chat if you guys have any questions let's ask uh ian a couple questions while he's here before he goes in streams are you in a stream like right after this uh i'm probably gonna eat okay i'm gonna heat i have like some meal prep food okay let's get a couple questions from the chat and then uh yeah. Before you go, or before you say, just because I see your chat, guys, I was just using TJ as, as an example because of the article that I saw that if 100T bought Optic Gaming, like TJ's on Optic Gaming, so it only yeah. makes sense. You didn't spill any intel, don't worry. <laughs> but I would have called TJ if he was on fucking Atlanta Face. It don't matter. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one from Brian. Do you feel like Halo players have any unique advantages going from Halo to COD? Um, I actually touched on this uh, a little bit ago in my stream, like a week ago. The biggest advantages are, and this is obviously I'm a I'm a COD player now. So, you know, yeah. I've been way longer than Halo, but I still think 
that the top tier talent in Halo is better than the top tier talent in COD. And, and what I mean by that is like, just because you're a Halo pro doesn't mean you're going to switch over to Call of Duty and be successful, right? Yeah. Like you've seen it happen. There's been plenty of people who have switched over that have flopped. But if you're unbelievably talented in Halo, you're going to have a major advantage in not only your mechanics, right? Like shooting because yeah. in God, you die quick. In Halo, you have to be really fucking good at tracking. Yeah. Um, so you have that advantage. You have uh, communication because a lot of COD players now, COD pros have adapted sort of a similar style to how Halo commu uh, communication yeah. What it is, you know, because Halo took more team-based teamwork. And what I mean by that is like in Halo team shooting and positioning yourself together for power-ups or whatever was the most important thing at the at the high level. Whereas COD, there isn't as much team shooting. COD is more like, in my opinion, and uh, you can correct me if you think otherwise or you can agree, but like the individual players on the team making the correct individual plays yeah. for the better of the team, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, I'm not calling out to you, Dill, like, Dill, like, look, P2, like, shoot, like, let's team shoot him. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm like, uh, Dill, rotate here. I know you're going to rotate here. Like, I picked this cut up. Yeah. Like, that, that's like the major difference. Um, at least in my opinion, but I just think the top tier Halo players, they have a better understanding of teamwork, communication. I guess me the mechanics is up for debate. Yeah. They're obviously unbelievably talented mechanical Call of Duty players who have never played Halo before, but. Yeah, definitely. I feel like Call of Duty, like you just kill so quick too, that it's, you only can finesse so hard in certain situations exactly. in halo exactly. like you stay alive for a long time if you're if it's one person just shooting you it takes a while even if they hit all their shots perfectly in the head for them to kill you so if you're that much better you can easily hit a finesse dash and dash and just shit on them exactly um, and if you're like a one-on-two -on -two in halo like you're not winning that ever unless yeah. you get like a nade that gets them both one shot yeah like you just you, like that's why team shooting was so important yeah, definitely. And then another one, the last one we're going to ask you. Uh, wait, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? What are both your views on the 100T news? Just like them joining Call of Duty in general. Uh, do you like, what do you think about that? This having them back in the community? I think it's huge. Oh, yeah. I think so. Look, these, I think A, it's huge for COD, right? If, if it's true, obviously, I know always this shit gets leaked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like nothing doesn't get leaked in esports. So <laughs> it probably is true. Like, yeah, honestly, it probably is. I don't know. I uh, truly Yeah, we don't do know. We just saw the dessert article yeah. and yeah. But like, if I had to guess, man, I don't think I've ever seen something like this get leaked and it not end up being true. Yeah. But I, I think it's huge because uh, 100T not only are they one of the best companies I've ever worked for from top to bottom, everyone, all their staff, they're one of the biggest right now, you know, yeah. they're popping. Yeah. Like, like they literally are killing the game. Uh, it's huge for call of duty to get more eyes on it. I love yeah. what they represent. And on the other side of things, like I know that Nade loves this because I mean, you, you know, Matt, yeah. um, deal, like, obviously like, he loves Call of Duty. You of know what I mean? I, I remember when he, 
you know, picked me up in Black Ops 4, like, he was so happy because he was so upset with how the Black Ops 3 100T team did. And, like, you know, when he told me the news that, yo, we're not we're not going to be in the league for MW, like, he, he was tight because he loves COD. He Damn. loves this community. You know, they made him who he is today. Yeah, he's like the godfather so, of the community, pretty much. Like, if it's true, I, that shit gonna break the internet for sure yeah. you know because the 100t is literally home run after home run like i could only imagine what they do yeah. uh it, you know in in the cod team next year yeah and just having nade shot back like it just feels right like when nade shot isn't in cod whether he was playing or had his team now in the community it just doesn't feel right not to have Matt there because, of course, he's Nate Shot. Everyone knows him in the Call of Duty community. He pretty much made this. So we're, we should all be thankful for uh, to him for that. Or <clears throat> for that ooh, with Hex. Ooh, Listen, ooh. bro, I'm going through the change. All right. Uh, but nah, it's it's going to be lit. And then, of course, they have their production and their videos, which is like next level. So oh, the event yeah. vlogs, everything. People get to watch and follow the journey. I'm sure you gained so many fans just because of the people watched your team at events, saw you in oh, those yeah. vlogs, saw you in those what, 100 videos or something? Zero to 100. Zero to 100, yeah. Like, they just Real do everything quick. top tier. So it's exciting from a player in the community, a fan in the community, everyone in the community's perspective to have them back because they crush it and whatever they do, whatever they touch, it just turns into gold. So I'm excited to have them back if it's true as well. Um, I think that's kind of it though. I think that's kind of it for the episode, Ian. That's it. You did a great job. You're an incredible storyteller. I wish you luck on your journey to um, still be playing professionally or content creation, whatever it may be. I'll see you hopefully soon before I move to Texas. Uh, Are you, you moving? Moving soon? Early November. Oh. Yeah. Listen, I might be out there. Who knows? All right. Come pull up. <laughs> But it was fun. Thank you very much for uh, coming on the show. I appreciate it. I know the chat. A lot of people in here enjoy having you on, and a lot of them are going to watch your stream later tonight. So it was a good appreciate one. It. I had a blast, brother. All right. Peace out, brother. It was real. It was good. Love you, kid. Love you. Ugly. <laughs> You're ugly as hell.